You're listening to WLRS Crypto Radio. We are not financial advisors. The content on this podcast and any YouTube videos are for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions of advertisers, sponsors, and guests do not constitute those of WLRS Radio or constitute financial advice. We urge you to make the best financial decision that suits your needs. Conduct your own research and seek the advice of a licensed financial advisor when needed. Know that all investments involve some form of risk, and there is no guarantee that you will be successful with your investments. There is no guarantee that you won't experience significant loss when investing. This is The Macro Show, with your hosts, David, Dylan, and Austin. Join us as they cover the macro landscape of crypto. Welcome back to the weekly macro show on WLRS Crypto Radio, where we talk the week's top macro-related news. I'm David, and I'm here once again with Austin and Dylan to talk this week's biggest stories. Uh, We're also joined this week by Nick, uh, who's also known as NB. He works on a variety of DeFi projects, including Grape and Vinium, and I think he does some advising for WarFi as well. Uh, How you all doing today? Good. Thanks for having me, guys. And it's important to know that NB, LB, and LHB are all different entities and different people. Um, we have a lot of similar names right there in the in the in the Grape Walrus community, but we are different. But Nick, it's nice to have you on, man. Pleasure to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm sure we've got a, a jam packed. Uh, it feels like all the the macro news is always negative towards crypto right now. Yeah, and I feel like most of what we talk about is going to be like, how is America fucking crypto up for us? So. What, well, when has it been positive though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like everything Even now during because, the bull run. Yeah, because everything was so it was like it's free money, right? And now the U.S. has to say we can't allow free money not in, not in this house. Uh, how could I take some? So that's that's pretty much the angle I see it as. Every time I see something new. That's why they hired eighty-seven thousand IRS people, right? Yeah, they, I've heard that free money. I've heard the IRS is like um, they can't even keep up with their own laws. And it's very difficult for them to do anything through the IRS because there's a law that contradicts the the past law, maybe even last year. And like even them, it's very hard for them to to mitigate any of that stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, the IRS is probably understaffed and overworked. You can not you can audit anymore. these six thousand transactions. You figure yeah, it I'm out. Them, Here I'm, you go. I'm audit these nuts too. Sending them the book, boys. Uh, I can't. It's like, it's like, a, it's I, like I, don't, I don't have any DeFi wallets, so I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about. There you go. True. Yeah, what no DeFi wallets. I don't. We what, just talk about DeFi. Crypto? We don't actually like play with DeFi. Yeah. I only buy oh, blue chips mean, like, on exchanges. I only buy blue chips on exchanges, and the, those are my transactions. That's it. I have no idea what DeFi is. What's yeah. DeFi? Guy? Well, we talk probably about some DeFi. guy. It's 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 Satoshi. Sends, Satoshi. I get some yeah. money from it sometimes. I don't know. And I think no, it's I an mean, airdrop. I think yeah. eventually we'll all have a pretty good understanding of what we can and can't do. But uh, I think we're a couple years before the gray area turns black and white. Uh, so let's see what we can get away with, guys. All right. I don't let's know keep what you're it talking up. about. Let's keep it up. Uh, well, I think I think everybody here, like working together and everything like that, we, we got to be cohesive. So when the, the regulators do come and knock in, it's not just a bunch of meme coins running around like, you know, people, the bigger projects have to band together. Stuff yeah, like that. I agree. So, so, so it's a united front. I think one of the biggest problems is you have thousands of projects and 90% of them are malicious. 
Yeah. So. That's the thing. It's just like, don't do shady shit. Just run it like a business and orient yourself like a business and structure it like that and make sure transactions move like that. Um, and then you won't get caught up in any of the gray area regulations that we're seeing hit right now, like the MLM and pyramid schemes via the, uh, what was it? The referral codes that they just knocked down like 11 or 13 LLCs. They did uh, cease and desist that we talked about yesterday. Um, you know, they're doing shady shit and shady business practices are always met with some level of uh, confrontation from the government. So uh, I hope that if I just straight, stay on the straight and narrow and, and keep doing what I'm doing, uh, they won't fuck with me as bad. Yeah, I'm just I'm waiting very... for the Avon NFTs to come out. We can have <laughs> some NF- like a business, NFT parties at our house. <laughs> when you run it like a business, the government's going to fuck you like a business. So it's true. learn they tax will. laws. Just learn tax laws. Yeah, easy. That's or just easy. have your business in like Malta. Yeah, exactly. Malta. Yeah, you'll know it's just killing it out there. Killing yeah. it, man. I think we yeah, should. You'll know it's just good work. What's the? What do you guys want to put as like an over under for episodes, consecutive episodes with a yield nose reference? Because I'm thinking like eight. Pumping. They're it's, pumping it's... free content every week for us, so I'm gonna say like six ish. I'd, I'd say they have a lot of publicity left to fuck up, so. I think we're going to have a couple weeks of good content, at least another two or three episodes of us being able to talk about it. Thanks. This Nick, is, were I, you in Yield Nodes? I was not, no. I've I've been I've been fucked by many nodes, but not Yield <laughs> Same. Nodes. Not Yield Nodes. Not Yield Nodes. I got I got I got into the tail end of all the nodes when they were dying and I got into the tail end of all the DAOs when they were dying. I was truly at the wrong place at the wrong time every single fucking time. Well, I got part- into the rug rug end of all of it, uh-huh. right? Like, I got rugged on uh, what was it? Comet nodes, comet, comet nodes. nodes. Yeah, comet I, I remember. I remember Univ, Thor, Univ got me. Yep. Yeah, Univ. Univ I, got I had a lot me. of faith in that. I, I loved Univ. That what was the first deep project. LVT got me. LVT. LVT. You know why I didn't yeah. get into that very deep is because that dude Omega was such a grand gesture kind of guy and i just won't follow any DeFi project that does grand gestures like hey you mean like gonna... donating hundreds of thousands of dollars back to their community like those kind of guys yeah well that's not a grand gesture because it was actually done i'm talking about like oh we're gonna we're gonna change DeFi entirely right like i have this plan in my head but i can't tell you yet but mm-hmm. it will change how you do things, right? And like Omega did that all the time, and I was like, and it never came out. This dude's a sociopath. He's fucking sociopath. just trying to milk people. Like he's just trying to fucking milk people. He probably like, just I watched like too many of those like infomercials as a kid because it would be like a thirty-minute <laughs> ad, and they'd be like, "But wait, you just wait and see what these knives can do." But first, I'll show you right now, you gotta wait till the end of the program. That dude, was his I, Kentucky accent, guys. I, I like, yeah, that was good, dude. I actually like, I like infomercials, man. I used to watch yeah. them whenever I'd wake up, and you're, they'd be like on. Did you ever watch hours? like the repeats? You watch it again. Yes. You were, you were like that old woman that you, you bought some of the knives. I know. I you never did. bought it because I was just a kid, uh, but I was like, I would watch it. And I'd be like, dude, that got really clean. Like, like when he fillets the tomato. That could be useful. Huh? That could be fucking useful. This do- this knife never this could dulls. be useful. <laughs> I could use this at 13 years old. I can like, cut. Daddy, I need a sham wow. I yeah. want a sham wow. Okay, yeah, those, like, what am I gonna those use things it? work. That's that's Ooh, no cap. 
The Shamwiles were legit. And the Scrub Daddies worked Scrub, really well. I'm We've a big big proposer. Big big fan of Scrub Daddy. Yeah, Scrub Daddy uh did zoo did books. Work. We 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 fell for the zoo books, which was lit as a kid, you know, it was a whole book about one animal every month and that was fucking awesome. And they were all colored and everything like that. That was pretty cool. But they those zoo book ads used to run for 30, 45 minutes at a time on TV. I remember that growing up. I'm down with it. I like it. You don't get that same kind of content structure whenever you're watching Netflix and Hulu. And you don't get any kind of good ads because it's always the same. Like if there is an ad program like through Hulu or like some other free service, it's just like the same. It's like it's it's the same fucking ad like two times. I hate times. that. When I watch a show yeah. on Hulu. Yeah, it's usually just like a big time like car company or whatever yeah yep. like, sell me sell me something i want brand recognition put my subconscious sell so me when some I go to fucking store, knives i think it's better than the other thing <laughs> sell me some knives it's useful <laughs> all right so let's get into the the, <laughs> the the meat and potatoes here uh u.s treasury secretary stresses the need for a centralized bank digital currency uh janet yellen thinks a cbdc an acdc uh, has advantages of pot- advantages and potential to solve many problems. While the process of creating one could take many years, it's certainly worth getting involved in, quote unquote, and developing. How dare you? So ACDC. So <laughs> with Janet Yellen is, is in this, this. Is this I'm saying that they're going to launch their own stablecoin? Yeah. Or like what, is they that can't what keep their. One stable coin stable. Like they're so gonna, I don't they're know gonna... why they think they should make a digital. Well, I think one. it's always like it always goes back to freaking Luna. One. Well, I think Control. it's gonna be more like uh, how yeah. the U.S. works, which is a Sinor's model. So, would it be similar to like bonds and? and... So, I mean, here, well, whatever way they do it, it's bad. Oh. It's bad for business for all of right. us for for any any citizen in general. Uh, yeah. uh, centralized government controlled digital currency controls. Who gets what and whether or not you can spend your own money, right? Yeah, I mean, I agree. at any point in time, they could just say, "Hey, we don't like you. Shut off." And now you can't buy anything because your exactly. wallet. Your it's already hap- It's already happening, and it's being done through USDC. Um, they've already blacklisted sure. wallets, and so it is concerning, right? Like DeFi could turn into this gargantuan beast, and then the governments come in and they're like. All right, now we're going to start regulating what you actually spend your money on and say what you can and can't do. And then you have to get into the darker areas of DeFi, the more niche areas to be able to – and then nothing will be as strong as the as the peg that, that the U.S. currency has, right? Because everything will be kind of based off of it in some extent, so it can't be as decentralized. Um, so that's kind of concerning. Uh, obviously, we don't want that uh, to that degree, but the U.S. always finds a way to get a little piece of the pie or a big one. Yep, and then you know Visa will come in with its borrowing and lending platform with thirty percent interest. <laughs> Be a fork of Vinium. Could you imagine Visa? Could you, could you imagine yeah. Visa, Vinium, and, and Ave going head to head? Feel like we'd v- lose Vinium by Visa, Visa by Vinium. Yeah, there you go. Put it on a card. Call them up. up. Let's get Visa on the phone. Let's get them in early. I just they're, I challenge. Anyone who thinks that the government owning any kind of digital currency is a good idea, I challenge them. Uh, why? You know, they're rug pulling the market daily right now. The U.S. government almost entirely by themselves. The world market, I'm not even going to get into that. But the U.S. market specifically, they can't keep control on the dollar's price. Right now it's going up. Tomorrow it could be going down. They have no business 
creating another foreign currency. The one we have sucks. It's yeah. debt backed. I mean, come on. Well, that it's and like, are anything. they going to try and like shut off trading between you know six p.m. and you know they five could if they wanted to. You know, another wave of COVID lockdowns, for instance, comes in and everybody's got digital fucking wallets. Yeah, we're not going to turn those on for you guys until after. Uh, you know, seven AM tomorrow. They're gonna like they're gonna land all of the money to hedge funds and then when they get fucked and we get into another situation like we're about out. to right now, they're gonna say, Yeah, sorry guys, you actually can't use this money and they'll just um, they'll just mint more. That's what they did last time. Yeah, there's a mint function. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> they should yeah, renounce the contracts. Function. They will not renounce the contracts. Do not yeah, renounce the contracts. Let, let, let's not give them too much credit here. They don't even know what a smart contract is. For sure, they don't. They, they, it'll be it'll be like the digital dollar chain. I mean, something yeah. stupid digital like the dollar, dollar, dollar chain. chain. I, the I dollar assume they pick up a. I'm assuming that if they do it, they'll probably pick up a dead chain, thinking that it's useful, and get sold by some Ponzi-nomic specialist that it'll probably be on Matic. Doge chain, about. baby. It'll be on All I gotta Matic. say is they'll probably give out their seed phrase, and then a bunch of people will mint a bunch of digital oh my dollars. God. That Can you imagine funny. the U.S. government getting their seed phrase compromised? That's funny. Can you imagine them rugging? I can't. Yeah, uh, we're getting rugged right now. Yeah, the US we're being that. rugged daily. Yeah, I think you give the government too much credit too for rugging us. I mean, well, dis- despite putting what trillions of dollars just print like in debt out there just for COVID. Yeah, it's that fucking- was that that made it very inflationary. Yeah, how was, many, how many like, trillions did they just decide to, to give up? Feature off. I think it was like yeah, they just three in total after three all trillion, that. three trillion. I, I kept saying it. They were just they were hiking the market up with toothpicks, and uh, and so now we're like everybody's and every nobody apparently sees that that's in like normal jobs and like in the normal industries they don't see that they're getting completely fucked in four hundred one ks and how I, uh, mismanaged. I, I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't even put into a four hundred one k. I don't believe in that process. Um, You're better just, off doing your own. Yeah, yeah I'm better off. I'm, I'm better off keeping it in, in the exact same because I get paid hundred percent by crypto. So if I want, if I want the same returns that they give ten to fifteen percent, there is safe ways to get ten to fifteen percent here. Um, you know, you gotta buy, I, you gotta diversify your bonds. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's definitely ways to do it here in in crypto that is. Yeah managed 100% by you and not being uh, you not being taken advantage of. So I would much prefer that over the method of feeding into a company 401k uh, for some kind of loose benefits. Well, well, I mean, the benefit, the only benefit to do so is the match, right? But yeah, the, the, the match is, is the only reason that it is um, a viable thing to do, right? Uh, Digital currency, government controlled, bad. I think that's the consensus. Hundred percent. Speaking government controlling anything's bad. Speaking of banks sneaking their way into crypto land, uh, MetaMask is going to start offering direct crypto purchases through ACH uh, bank transfers. Um, so MetaMask continues to push for leadership in the cryptocurrency wallet industry, offering new tools to make it easier for users to purchase crypto and dox their DeFi wallets to the U.S. government. Uh, on October 13th, Sardine, a financial platform offering instant ACH settlements, confirmed a partnership with Consensus to allow MetaMask users in the U.S. to purchase crypto with their bank accounts from their wallet's user interface. I, I just could not imagine anyone doing this. I mean, at, new people. at least you get 
at least you get plausible deniability when moving it from a sex to a DeFi wallet and non-custodial. Right? Let's not you call it a sex. He means a centralized exchange. No, I mean, CEX. CEX. There you go. I, Let's not call them sexes. Are you being sexist? Oh, that was too slow. (laughs) Dave, come on. Uh, But yeah, no, why would you do this? Um, At least you get plausible deniability of like, hey, that's my friend. Because like right now in crypto tax law, you can send 15K to a friend friend, and you can get it completely tax-free once a year. Um, That's just one benefit I see. But Are you you, talking about the gift tax thing? Yeah, the gift tax. you I'm can saying give up to like eight million dollars in your lifetime. The fifteen k once yearly is only before you have to fill out an actual form, but tax free gift up to eight million dollars in your life. So you could technically give a million dollars in a year. You just have to fill out a form that said you did so. Which is, I mean, I'm good with that. I'll fill out any form, you know, uh, and you could do it with like but friends and family. That doesn't protect you from paying actual taxes on that crypto because you have to prove that you did not profit off of it so there's right like you you're talking about nobody's profiting <laughs> sure but you're talking about so it's just not financial advice not financial whatever to anybody that's listening but giving a gift doesn't mean that you didn't like the person receiving the gift doesn't have to pay taxes the person giving the gift has to have paid taxes on that money so it doesn't keep yeah, you it comes from, out of the gifties taxable income so so if i have a bunch of random coins lying around that i bought for a dollar and that are now 16 15 grand and i give that i am responsible to pay taxes on fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars before i give that gift hypothetically right say it comes from a random wallet and is gifted well, to technically a user. it's property it's so, say it's gifted from a random wallet that's not doxed goes to a user and they get 15k they fill out the form Bada bing, no one else fills out the form. They look into it. They see the wallet. Got the 15K, sent the 15K. Uh, it's a non-event. That person just had to pay 15K and the person that sent it. So, Listen, I got, an uncle, talking- I got an uncle in Malta, and he gave me a gift. Uh, what I'm saying is the gray area allows a lot of convenience in that area. Oh, I agree, but I would say, like, let's not. Don't do let, it. Don't use, don't do it, right? Don't do yeah. it as a way of trying oh, to avoid because. It's like, say I bought my house, right, for a dollar, and then I give it to somebody, and technically it's within the gift tax limits, right, of my lifetime. I guarantee you someone's going to come knocking on my door looking for some money or taxing the person I gave that asset to. Because it's property. Oh. It's not currency. Sure. Right? So crypto is all property. So it's it's that's why the gray area of the law is nobody knows is because this is treated not as, uh, like, well, Bitcoin's not considered a an asset. It's not considered a security. Yeah. And that's because of the decentralized nature of it. So Ethereum wouldn't. But if you if you tout your coin as a financial asset, you better believe they're going to treat it as a security. Yeah, for sure. Right. So. But you know. but my my point being is that this pretty much doxes your wallet. You're putting right, in. Yeah, definitely. You're put you're putting in your full name and bank account going into this non-custodial yeah i just couldn't see that being a viable method i think it's good in one respect if you are making significant money trading crypto and you want to have the visibility and the ease of doing your taxes i would say that you could choose a wallet that you do your DeFi trading with 
you could onboard via this ACS me method, and that's the that's the wallet that you use to trade. You know, and 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 that's your onboard offboard, and you you submit that as taxes, right? Because I pretty know good. you. I mean, I guess that would be pretty good. Um, right. So, I mean, but that if you want to be on the up and up, and you want to pay taxes, and you want to do it things the the way without getting like you know the tax man cometh. Later yeah, on, yeah, because also you don't have to send from your MetaMask to a Coinbase account and then cash out again through a third currency. That's three transactions that are all taxable. Yeah, and um, is this is this on ramping? Yeah, yeah on ramp. It doesn't say anything. On ramping, no off ramp. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about off ramp. Would be better, right? If yeah, they don't off, love off ramp, that'd be awesome, right? Because you know you can on ramp and then deposit in things like Vinium and then uh, take a loan out and off ramp. Without going through a centralized exchange, that'd You're be your awesome. Own, yeah, I mean, that would be really cool. I mean, I plan on doing services like that. I'm excited for Vinium. Win, 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 win. Yeah, win. Is LB uh, done no. copy and pasting? No, nah, LB. Uh, I've talked to LB about it. I know that he's close, so yep. I'm not in a rush. We're close. I'm excited yeah. for it. I'm excited for it. Uh, and more on that front. Uh, Mastercard announced a business-to-business -business solution to allow its providers to offer crypto buying, selling, and holding solutions. Um, so this is more of like business-to-business -business stuff, so like MasterCard's big clients. Um, but they announced on October 17th a new program to enable financial institutions to bring crypto trading capabilities and services to their customers. Uh, called CryptoSource, the program is designed to allow users to buy, hold, and sell cryptocurrencies, complemented by MasterCard's proprietary crypto secure solution, for additional security and compliance. Okay. So it's basically like you can go to MasterCard and buy like a crypto trading platform as a service run by MasterCard. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I think adoption. The last two things. Adoption is good. Yeah. The last two, like this and the MetaMask thing, it's all about new people coming on. Right. Making it more like achievable for somebody just off the street to get crypto. Outside of like yeah. buying Doge on Robinhood, you know. Now all we got to do is talk to MetaMask and Mastercard, and get them to start putting money into DeFi. Start shilling Vinnie. So it says to support this program, Mastercard is expanding its partnership and work with Paxos Trust Company, a leading regulated blockchain infrastructure platform. The partnership aims for Paxos to provide crypto asset trading and custody services on behalf of banks, while Mastercard will leverage its technology to integrate these capabilities into banks' interfaces, resulting in a seamless experience for the consumer. So uh, looks like it's going to be a, you know, business to business and also um, in some of the banks that MasterCard supports. So uh, maybe you have a Chase business account for Vinium or something, and you're able to make deposits into X, Y, and Z via crypto. Uh, that's really cool. I think that's really, I think it's good for businesses in crypto. Um, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. And then what's, um, what's Grape using for its uh, default trading thing right now? Bogged. I think Bog, yeah, Bogged Finance, you can buy crypto with MasterCard and Visa at the moment. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but that's probably with Simplex or something like that, right? One yeah, it's using one of them providers. services that, that take out like 10%. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like moon, moon, moon pay, simplex. Yeah, those, those things like you buy yeah. hundred and you buy two hundred bucks worth of stuff and you get one seventy. Yeah, you get raked through the coals off of that. I don't recommend those. One hundred U.S. Not. dollar bucks is six point two AVAX. So, uh, 
what's AVAX right now? Like fifteen bucks. Fifteen, yeah. So seven percent fees on that. When is uh one sub ten AVAX? Hold on, it just Never. wants my seed phrase. I gotta put Never. it in. Do you know? Do you know? I I did that once, very Wait, early on. You put your seed phrase in somewhere? No, no, I knew what I. It was a not really seed phrase, I guess. I almost did. I've, I, I've I never definitely connected to rugging, rugging things. Yeah, right? I have too. Back, Honestly, back I had I had no ledger, and I used a hot wallet for all of my crypto, uh, and I had up to like 20, 30k in there, and uh, never got rugged in over like four or five months full time in crypto. I was oh, nervous. I, I had a hot wallet that had tons, tons of funds in it when I was doing like in the ohm and whatever, just throwing around money. You know, when because the own season was fast up and down, be like, hey, 2K, 20K, 5K. But it was like, I I do miss using a, I'm so used to using a ledger now, but God, man, it's nice to use a hot wallet. Sometimes I I have to forget how fast it is because then I'm like, boom, 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 boom on AVAX and it's just done. (laughs) And then like my ledger, I'm like, damn it, I have to type this in. I think it's good for like, if you're going to do something with it, like a hot wallet's fine. But if you're going to interact with the contract, do some trading, buy some things, not hold them. I I do everything on a hot wallet. And then I, I but I don't keep my funds on a hot wallet. Yeah, of course. Not. I use Alipal, actually. You I use like what? Alipal. What is that? So Alipal is, it, it's like an air gapped wallet. It has oh. no network connection. It does yeah. everything through like the app. NFC? Um, yeah. Well, you know, like, uh, like i guess barcodes right so yeah, you I actually use, have to scan the barcode i use arcus arceus it's like a it's like a credit card almost and it's yeah, just yeah. A, it's an air cap tech and then it only it doesn't even hold it you can't even hold avax it's like most ethereum l ones uh um, Alipal had a bunch of uh chain it had the bnb chain so i uh i chose them because it was one thing that integrated with the uh, defi the L- yeah. ledger was the best but yeah, I ledger's hate them. Nice. they're so small this one looks like a. This one looks like an iPhone. Oh, it's big. Yeah. Yeah, I, can, I I'm. I like the ledger. Uh, it was a little bit tough to set up at first, uh, but after after I got it set up, just like second nature to me now. All right. Uh, yeah, I think the stuff. The last couple of things were good for just overall what we need in DeFi is adoption, right? Yeah, agreed. More more businesses, more users, just people more comfortable. Exactly. Businesses need to be comfortable to be in this space for us to grow. Like we've got retail, like that'll grow naturally because the volatility always attracts users. Um, But businesses don't want volatility. They want ease of use and products and and tools to be able to use this space like it's intended to be used. Like if, if I can make Glacier, for instance, a real business and be able to transact business to business, um, and, and be able to use services that are offered to normal businesses in the real world industry. Um, that's a huge plus for onboarding new businesses that want to come in this space and do the right thing. Cause like, that's all I want. I just want to do it the right way, but uh, it's just, it's not easy to do it the right way. Right. There's too much gray. Yeah. And I, mean, I also think like a ton of people will come in, like once Bitcoin gets back to 30 K, I think people will start rushing back in. We may not see it for a while. It seems like Nick may be a, a a perma bear, Nick. Are you thinking we're going to be in this the perma bear situation? Oh, I think it's. I think it's. Well, you know, the macro situation as we have no control over that. Do you think we right? decouple? Do you think Bitcoin's decoupling? No, 
I mean, yeah. from from the market itself, like the price action might decouple from like the index, the indices, which is fine. But from a world, no, like from the worldwide, like just the whole outlook of everything. Like, no, yeah. there's no way <clears throat> like, I mean, it's no different than like in the stock market. Like, is that going to decouple from everyone's financial status in the world or financial situation? No, if the economies are all crap everywhere in the world, then money's not coming in to buying things. And People plus the dollar's so their strong money out. now. The, the dollar's so strong now, everybody's holding the dollar for right now. Um, but the dollar's strong relatively to shit. Yeah, well, relative to the, shit other shit, to the other shit coins, right? It's, right? it's relative like, in that. Because of, yeah. of the way that it's a you it's a world reserve currency so is, everybody's transitioning is the dollar actually strong or is everything else just weak that's exactly that's what everything is, else right? is just weak yeah. for sure it's just everything. For, for sure i mean like my dollar 20 years ago bought way more shit i'm i'm you know like i yeah, i remember man. i i was in finance i was a trader in the 2008 crash you know um, uh, a family sized bag of doritos last year was 4.99 how much is it this year? Uh, like six seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah. People people come here to find out how much commodities are. Uh, that's kind of what it's we mostly what we talk yeah. about. I traded on the CBOE and the CME, so I was oh, really? very yeah. Pork belly, man. Pork belly was. How cheap. did uh how how did the two thousand eight hit you? How did it go as a trader? <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not good, good. or <laughs> he just had those Vietnam no, but... flashbacks. It's <laughs> PTSD. I it, I mean I traded the U.S. yield curve. Right, so okay. I traded like uh, the the notes, like the treasury markets, and I yeah. traded the, it. It what happened with all the banks collapsing? It took out liquidity everywhere. So it's like very similar to like what's going on today, where you take out liquidity, liquidity, increase volatility, and everybody loses their ass. Right, Everybody's you know things losing. things. De well, when you say is it good if something decouples, right? So if like Bitcoin decoupled. It could be really bad as well, right? Because yeah. Bitcoin could decouple in a negative way, right? So indices could skyrocket and Bitcoin could sell off or crypto, the crypto market itself. People could be taking out money out of the crypto market and putting it into regular, um, the regular markets. So yeah. it's, it's kind of good that it's quasi coupled, so yeah. to speak, right? Because you actually have a basis to trade it against. And I think that, I mean, that it, it also could be a self-fulfilling I think it's self-fulfilling and it's also speculative and, and being speculative assets, being able to speculate based on this market and this market, that's what moves everything, right? It moves everything forward. So it's it's definitely needed. All right. Uh, we can give a little update on the BNB hack that happened uh, like a week and a half ago. Uh, it was reported then that the hacker only made off with about $110 million instead of the $570 million. So that's how much they they got. Uh, and then the blockchain was also able to freeze another $7 million due to help of the security partners. Um, the BSC community will now hold a vote to determine the next steps, and they're considering freezing the stolen funds and setting a bounty for catching the perpetrators of the hack. Oh, I don't know why there's a consideration. Why isn't freezing the funds They like might be. Necessity? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's B&B &B stuff. Like, What's the? Oh, I would know, love to know what the he, mint, he just minted the BNB. That's right. Like, yeah, he, he had like a. There was a hack it. on the BEP two to the BEP twenty conversion. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. It allowed minting of BNB. Yeah, correct. 
which would be yeah. could you imagine sitting at your computer and trying that and then all of a sudden and just minting, minting. And just and minting bnb that would be an insane feeling um i well, cannot imagine you know the problem is greed right with that you know 570 million like yeah would when would you have stopped yeah like i probably would have <laughs> went after a metric at like when they stopped me wh- <laughs> Like <laughs> exactly that, was, and then you get your assets frozen, or you honestly, like, a, a million dollars probably wouldn't have even been scoffed at. They probably wouldn't even have noticed it. That's what I was like. It's like they, what they, if they you just like? I think you would have gotten away with five to ten. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that they would. I think that they would definitely have addressed it, but I don't think they would have went this hard. Half a billion? You're talking about oh, yeah. like inflating the currency like bigger than what's, it was. Like, what's the market cap anyway? Uh, B and B. Six point five billion. Six point five billion. So That's they took like ten. Wait a minute. Wait, man, wait. No, no, no. Eight percent. That's a lie. What is it? Oh uh, wait, no. That was. Bi- <laughs> you you looked it don't up too, right? And that was like. Don't you, don't you tell them what I did. Seventy <laughs> three billion. Yeah, I mean it's still a lot. It's still like one percent. That's still a That's massive a amount for a, the, the most popular L one chain. Well, one of the most popular. Uh, taking any percent that's it's over the biggest one percent, yeah, it's huge. Big sex, um, big sex uh, with a big with with just as big of a dex. Yeah, agreed. Pancake it's, swap, pancake swap's huge, man. Holy shit! Yeah, I don't know if you listened to the the DeFi show yet, Nick, but there's a lot of funky coins there still floating around. Yeah, PCS. pancake swap hosts some of the wildest fucking coin names. Bucky Badger. Brucky fucking badger. I remember early early on, you know, the the meme because last year was last summer was like meme coin summer. Like you just buy any tax token and wait for it to hundred X. Yep. Safe. Um pretty much. But uh I think one of my buddies actually like I slept on the launch, but he uh he put in a like a he he bought it for me and it was let's go, Brandon. Oh geez. Yeah. Didn't that rug? I thought that rugged. No. After after a five X, sure. There's yeah, yeah. There's so much money to be made in the bear, I in the bull. People just don't understand how. Oh yeah, much they were just moves. throwing money in. There was yeah. another one that was called Elon Goat. Yeah, they got a huge marketing department. I'm pretty sure, and they put like, isn't that the one that made the rocket that they were going to give to Elon? They, they made it. They made it. They were going to make a statue with Elon's face on a goat. Yeah. <laughs> and That's drop like, it off at. Like, was, imagine that's your business statement. That's like, yeah, like, that's what yeah. this is what we're building that, towards, guys. That, if that's not a top <laughs> indicator, I don't know what the fuck. We're driving to SpaceX and we're dropping off this yeah. Elon goat statue and we're going to take videos of it. And, and we're going to drop it off in a, in, a, in a Tesla truck that you guys paid for. And we're going to sell like, NFTs of it. So you can pretend you were there. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, NFTs of it on the moon. On the moon. Uh, Dylan, you had some FTX news. Yes, uh, so Sam uh, Bankman-Fried, um, I think he is CEO of uh, FTX. Uh, anyway, he got a draft of, quote-unquote, the uh, DeFi killer bill. Um, it's known as the Digital Commodities Consumer Protection Act. And um, basically, um, he, he tweeted the whole thing. Uh, Dave, is there any chance we could retweet him for... Um, our members listening. Yeah, let me go look. 
Um, basically, they soften the language on digital commodities, um, Coinbase, FTX, and a bunch of other centralized exchanges are pretty like happy with what's been put out. Um, but I think it's if you're in the space, it's definitely worth reading. Um, let's see here. Think that like people are, and we talked about it a little bit before the show, but um uh, people i understand why it's getting funded it usually takes a life of its own once it's out there but again uh and i'm not saying this won't fuck the the consumer at the end of the day because most things do but uh it looks like all he's trying to do is make a discrepancy from normal commodities and digital commodities which is currently not differentiated at all right in the legal system um or any kind of system right now and so what he's doing is trying if i'm not if i'm understanding it correctly is saying look there needs to be a new term for digital commodities referring to crypto and then regular commodities referring to, you know, actual commodities. And I think that's really what he's trying to do. And I think that that means that the U.S. can then regulate it differently uh, because if they do a blanket statement on regular commodities and it affects crypto in a negative way, um, that's not good for any of us. But if there's a separation to some extent, I think maybe uh, the consumer can, can pull it out uh, and do better. Yeah. I, I can't know. find this guy's Twitter, but I did find Sam the Bankman Fried Chicken. And, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, search SBF underscore FTX. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah. I d- Listen, I'm happy that these CEOs are coming to bat for crypto in general. Um, like, there's no one else in the nobody. All these boomers that are currently in you know in office right now, they're not going to be fighting for us to any extent to try and. Uh, mitigate damages from regulations from people that have no fucking clue what a Bitcoin is, right? And uh, if we don't have somebody stepping up and saying, this is what we need to do to make these markets safer, to make this space safer, like, you know, I, I don't think anybody can knock them for at least trying to do something uh, other than let it die at the hands of the U.S. government. There you go, Dave. I just sent it to our Twitter. Um, no, I agree. And I was actually reading um, a tweet from uh, Bitcoin Magazine today that the CTO of Walmart was commenting at a conference earlier this week that crypto will become an important part of how customers transact. So, I mean, it's it's in the zeitgeist right now. Everybody, I mean, crypto is at the top of everybody's mind. Um, everybody's going to start coming for a piece of the pie. And if you're listening to this, you're most likely early, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the, I don't see. I, I think this bull run will see a huge volatility spike, but I think regulations will also hit so that people can't profit as much from it. Uh, that's just my feeling is that like the getting was already good uh, five years ago. I don't think you're going to get the getting good for the next five years. It's still going to be pretty good, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're all going to make great money, hopefully. I, th- I think, uh, I mean, you are early. I think an actual like slow trickle up is better than a huge spike, right? It's it's Agreed. it's it's worth more. It's it's more sustainable, and right? not like just you know, I don't know. You asked me if I was a perma bear, no, but uh, <laughs> I, I I don't see that this. I don't think I don't think we're gonna hit a bull market next year, not yeah. by any means, right? So I mean, yeah, I think we have I, a while before we bear. See I just hope the bear is not as uh, not as big. Yeah. Right. Would you would you say we're so nearing you, bottom, Nick? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you look at historically. What's bottom is like 85, 90% off the tops, right? Phantom, Phantom hit that early. They said, hold my beer and uh, <laughs> just went ahead and hit the, 
Hit the let's 99 get, negative. Let's get this over with. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, they were like, let's rip the fucking mandate off. AVAX is uh, nearing the same. And uh, I don't know. what What's Bitcoin down from its all-time? Uh, 64. Four, so about, it's, it's a, like 60%. It's about, what, 70? Yeah. So we got, we got a little ways to go. No you know, doubt. I said. I mean, I hope not. Yeah, yeah, yeah of not. course. Right, because I think I think 10. Yeah, 10K the support. Is a very big mine level and if it goes below 10k i think it might be bad the support at 10 and 11k is like so much more beefy than the support in the 18 range like it just i don't know it looks like right now i mean conspiracy theories abound but you know the wife thinks that uh the market's artificially being held up until the elections could be very possible i I don't even think that's a conspiracy at this point it's so democrats Democrats don't want to be responsible for any uh, market chunks. I mean, I honestly think it's red and blue's fault, not red or blue. Uh, I like to Purple. throw them in the same. I like to throw them in the same basket because uh, they both fuck us. So uh, purple people just take turns. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and they just make you all engage in social media and hate each other. It's wild. Thought that was them Russians. That was that was the <laughs> Russians. The, it was the Russians and the Chinese and. Uh, it's everybody but the U.S. and nobody wants to point the finger the at cabal. It's us doing it it's to ourselves. Cabal, it's the cabal, man. It's the Illuminati. Uh, the Masons, man. Speaking of governments, the IRS. This is not a real headline. I wrote it. Uh, the IRS looks to unfuck <laughs> Americans by raising the tax bracket okay. ranges by roughly seven percent to combat wages not yeah. increasing with the cost of living due to rapid inflation. And- do you know what the new tax brackets are with that seven percent, Dave? Uh, no. But I mean, cool. each each bracket goes up seven percent, right? So I think the brackets. Cha- I think Trump changed the brackets himself too. I think that yes, his he, tax he rate did, had it. He did change them for a little bit. Um, um, uh, let's see. Ten two seventy five, ten two seventy six, forty one seven seven six, and then eighty nine, and then one seventy, then two fifteen. And then five thirty nine. Uh, I, I see that. I thought it was like eighty something before, but now it looks like uh, the the middle one that I always look at. The individual income is forty four thousand to ninety five thousand for the twenty two percent marginal rate, uh, and then the next one up is ninety five thousand. Oh, this was posted today, so this is with the new, the new one. Oh, so it's nine. So it went up to ninety from seventies or eighty. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it went up to ninety-five. So that's actually pretty good. So the marginal um, rate for a married couple filing jointly is twelve percent for twenty-two thousand to eighty-nine thousand. Good. Yeah, it's not bad. I'll take it. Thanks, IRS. I'm not paying taxes. Thanks for unfucking us. Thanks for unfucking us. But can you imagine, uh, yeah. like, just how this government is? It's like, oh man, they're really screwing up over there. We're gonna have to do something. Like the next oh, room okay, over. So the- the rate was eighty three thousand. This is for married. Uh, eighty three was the top, and now it's eight. It's now eighty nine. So up a little bit. Which is pretty 7%. cool. Yeah, that's actually uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I was I haven't done my taxes, um, so good luck to me. Um, I'm probably fucked anyway, so it doesn't really matter what the tax brackets are. Yep. Yeah, I'm not paying taxes. I will, and I encourage I all IRS agents to find me. Don't come get me. I think they're. I think. I think they'll find you. They'll find you by your blinds. Let them. Yeah, yeah the, the big wooden ones with the. Uh, they got an invest. That's why they just added all those. There's people only six houses in Kentucky, so 
That's right. <laughs> True. They just got they just got to knock on a couple of doors. Uh, just wear a mask. I also have carpet and I don't have dirt floor, so oh. like that's a big giveaway. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna he, they're gonna take that image of what's coming through them blinds, and they're gonna they're gonna extrapolate. Your back location. to look like, it's gonna enhance. it's gonna look like a CSI. Yeah, it's gonna look like a CSI crime scene investigation. Yeah, they're gonna enhance it. As times. a graphic designer, I can tell you that's not possible. That's not a thing. Yeah, and it's and frustrating also, because a, I'll get people to like tell me to do that. They'll send me this horrible thing, and they're like, "Oh, can you make this JPEG bigger?" I'm like, "Yeah." Why, why does it look like shit? I'm like, "I made it bigger. It's not gonna get better." Yeah, and also if you're somebody that believed in, if you if you believe that, if you're somebody that believed that and asked Dave for that, go get help. And if it is an enhance, it's just a guess. It's just an AI guessing. what pixel? Photoshop Photoshop does a really Photoshop does a a pristine job at upscaling um, via AI, and there's a ton of amazing AI that is doing upscaling at an insane rate with these new graphics cards. Uh, um, so maybe we get to that CSI uh, level, but we're not there yet. But and it's all, it's always going to guess the information between two pixels. So yeah. like you it's imagine a halfway decent defense lawyer, he's going to get thrown right out. Yeah. Uh, that was like that. That was like that Amber Heard thing uh, where she posted a picture of uh, two two pictures, and it was one before and one after the abuse that Johnny Depp get, did to her. And it ended up just being a slight, like an Instagram filter of her face oh, uh, as the second picture. And they disputed it. And because it was like the exact same picture. It wasn't like she turned her head a different way or like was blinking in one and not the other. It was, it was like the, the exact same, same picture. And it was just, it was just a separate <clears throat> filter. And everybody clowned her for it because like she really went for it. Um, I don't know what was going on there. But... She got big balls. With, all them, was a with all them too. big deep fakes out there, couldn't have done something better. Dude, that deepfake technology is scary. Did y'all see that Bruce Willis was going to do a deepfake? Uh, he was going to sell his rights to a deepfake uh, where they were going to use his um, image and everything, and, and he sold the rights to using himself in that. I think it fell through now. Uh, you don't know but, who Anthony Hopkins is, but you know Bruce Willis is giving away deepfake permission? <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I read. Austin. I fucking read. My man. Get your priorities right. Sorry. I knew, I, but the thing is, I knew who he was. I just Hello, didn't Clarice. Know. Yeah, like I just didn't know at that time. And like as soon as y'all showed me, I was like, okay, I know. I think most people are like that with actors. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, know that I'm person. like that. You didn't know he was Odin, man? He was the Allfather? Yeah, Jeez. apparently not. We were we were talking about his NFT collection he just released, uh, if you didn't know. I didn't know he I didn't know he released. He that sold NFT. out in seven I minutes. Sold out. Yeah, Good they're for going him. for about a thousand dollars a piece if you want one. And the time. Uh, get this, they're trading. And they haven't even revealed yet. People are trading them, like swapping back and forth. Like you don't even know what you're getting. I would laugh my balls off if it was absolutely nothing. The hey, the artwork looks really good, actually. It's yeah, like they've got some pictures of the art. With, like yeah, different it's art just, over it's it. just PFP stuff. There's no utility, so. But it's it's all deep fakes. It's all deep fakes. <laughs> Nothing's real anymore. Um, that's uh. Did you see the Unreal piano? Yeah, that I guy's weird. Didn't see that. That it's it, it, yeah. Uh, the wife thought that he was uh, really Keanu, right? He's like, look, look at this guy. He looks exactly like Keanu. I'm like, that's a deep fake. Deep fake, <laughs> <babe>. <laughs> totally like honestly, face. do you even do you even research anything, babe? Do you even like clearly? Look at the face. pixelation across his lip. Get real. Look at the lighting. It looked 
<laughs> like nobody looks that much like somebody else. <laughs> they say I used to look like that uh, kid from Two and a Half Men back in the day. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, if I pull Dead up a picture, when Dylan used to have his tubby face, like when he was in eighth grade, I'm telling you, the man looked just like the kid from Two and a Half Men. Um, I'm telling you, it was identical, guys. Dead Ringer. It it was. I saw some was, similarities. He was you a deep fake before show the for royalties, man. Yes, dude. Trying to other meat. Just say it was you. <laughs> tell tell him that kid's guy's a name deep was uh, Angus. <laughs> the guy's name was Angus. <laughs> I don't That's remember a very his last name. name. It is right. Pound of ground. You can have a kid named Angus. Right. Um, all right. Um, we'll probably wrap it up here. Um, thank you, NB, for joining us today. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure. pleasure. Anytime. Anytime. He said anytime, guys. Let's explain. Anytime. Him. He's not we on the will payroll. hold you to that, Nick. Oh, we, I know. I know. I, I said I'd like to be part of the peanut gallery. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> this, is, this is the peanut gallery. Yeah, I'm involved in the people that are here in the peanut gallery. They're looking at me. They're looking at us. But this is the <laughs> chance that we get to be back at them. Uh, but it's a lot more fun to be on this side of it and making fun of everything else. Um, sure, sure. And that's why I love this podcast. Because I get to talk shit about other people. Yeah, very true. Yeah, be sure to tune in next week. We have another DeFi show. We haven't picked a guest yet. We'll find one. Uh, and we have another macro show next week. You can send show and special guest ideas to wlrsradioinfo at gmail.com. And you can purchase ad space or sponsor a show by emailing wlrsradioinfo at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And that was a good one. Fuck you, Gary Gensley. Fuck him. Night. Fuck Gary. Night, guys. Night.